Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I like him a lot. I think he'll be special. Back tonight. The oh, You just nailed it. You know, um, Eddie Maguire used to start, when he hosted the footy show, used yep. to start it every time with, it's been a big week in football. Yep. Fuck me, since we left last time on the podcast, yep. fucking everything's happened. It has. It's been, yeah, well, as the old cliche, cliche goes, a big week in football. It's been a big week in football. Not too big for the pies, though. That's the only problem. <laughs> um, it's, okay, so we last recorded, we record on Monday nights, and they come out every Tuesday morning. Um, so since we last uh, recorded. First off, heard he finally fell on his sword. He's done. Yep. He's, uh, uh, someone knocked him on the head. I could, couldn't see that coming. Yeah, I reckon. Um, so I don't know what he does now. Um, he's going to hope that somebody can find a spot for a French MBA. <laughs> or you know, it's like I said at the time, so Al- he's going to give up. <laughs> um, he, he, I think he might become a lawyer. I reckon he's got enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got the contacts. Yeah, and he's also got one of those subway cards. You know, you get <laughs> yeah. your tenth lawsuit Stamps. is free. Yeah, so he's working on that. With the wiki carbone, wherever it is. I'll tell you, what, I, I guess it's a good job to get. Like what, the Essendon Subway? Job? Oh, Essendon, yeah. Um, you might be looking at Subway. Yeah. You think it's a brave man that goes in there and goes, nah, I've got what it takes to fix this club. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your game plan going in? Like, where do you start? Um, well, the good thing is you've got no expectations. Um, the whole water Asada thing, you know, that's out of your hands. Yeah. You can literally say, I had nothing to do with this. But, I mean, this would be the first case where Essendon would employ a coach and have no expectations. I'm still not sold that the Essendon board can really come into a new coaching year and have zero expectations. Yeah. So, um, I reckon unless you have the power to sack the board, you're probably going to be going down the old the old road. Well, Paul Little's already said he'll leave once um, the uh, WADA thing is finished, which I thought is the greatest <laughs> thing to ever do for job security. I was going to say, that, that's a pretty open-ended yeah. then. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait until this wraps up, because, you know, we've only been waiting three fucking years for it to wrap yeah, up. Yeah, well, I mean, well, t- to be fair, the Lance Armstrong case wrapped up pretty quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we can see uh, he's probably there till his death. Uh, very, very smart move. That's why he's a billionaire or the best part of yeah and I mean that was just the beginning of people who were on the way out I think we had uh, Jared Rivers has called it a day as well today he did yeah he's done. poor bastard uh, yeah. 196 games he's on but yeah. uh, the, the poor old knees I think couldn't, yeah. couldn't get him over the line for the 200 and probably Geelong's position on the ladder is probably not much hope for him coming on next year so yeah I mean he's over 30 and they've got a lot of over 30s yeah. um, so I think he was always going to end this year but uh, yep. it, it's a shame that he couldn't get uh, get the t- the B two hundred milestone, yeah. but serviceable for him. Did uh, well, did well for Melbourne as well until he yeah. So in dark days, yeah, exactly. Still, I mean, he stuck it out for a hundred games or something there. So, I mean, that's about as much as you can ask someone sitting on the bottom of the ladder. So. I think, and also, if you look at the rest of the Melbourne um, players, you know, have gone through 
shitty times. Yeah. Um, someone like Joe Rivers went over to a very successful club in Geelong and yep. still held his own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he wasn't getting games, you know, on pity. Um, he was very good in, in uh, a very accomplished backline. So yeah. it, it says something about uh, the other players there. They might go on to somewhere else or, you know, yep. if they stay where they are. Um, yep. So and then on to that as well, we had um, the uh, WA version of the Tribunal on Tuesday night, which was Aye. fascinating to follow online. Yep. First, we had um, Silvani with the running in with the elbow. Oh yeah, that's right. It's uh, very interesting how uh, I th- he got referred direct to the tribunal. Yeah, I uh, that was a bit funny, but and then got two weeks. Yeah, yeah, very, bit soft, but that's anyway. what I as well. Especially when you see the footage; it's like seventy meters off the ball. Um, looked like uh, in complete retaliation to just getting a spray. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as far as giving someone an elbow to the jaw, it's kind of unprovoked, I would imagine. <laughs> Fairly unprovoked, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, he might have got three. Anyway, um, nice little couple of weeks there. So uh, he, he went in and took his medicine. Yeah. That was fine. <laughs> um, and then they brought up the Mastin one. Yeah. Um, biting in two weeks. Yeah. The defense was beautiful. It was, let's say, a typical WA defense because they've had some great appeals over the years. They have. Um, including, you know, the I meant to hit him low, but I got him in the head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which they've tried a couple of times. <laughs> Depending on what the the sanction is, like ah, I meant, meant to get him in the head, but I got him low. <laughs> I think there was another one last year <laughs> where I think their defence was, oh come on, yeah. <laughs> come on guys. Um, I don't know. This one they went for the uh, they pulled in the biomechanical. Um, human oh, really? movement expert doctor Holy shit. whose first words out of his mouth was I'm an Eagles supporter <laughs> he was just so happy to be there it was a bit rough that you know halfway through his defense uh, through his testimony he asked for an autograph <laughs> wasn't yeah, a good well, move it was downhill from there that happens when you get him off Craigslist so. <laughs> um, and then they went it was so funny how quickly they said, you know, oh, he didn't really bite him. You go, well, look at his arms. He goes, yeah, but he had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it was like, um, he, I tried to do whatever I could to get him off me. Like, bite him? Yeah, yeah no, no, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> this kind of sounds like um, uh, Palhara's excuse for eye-gouging Jake Shields. Yeah. Well, so I'm eye-gouging gouging him. I'm just trying to get him off me. <laughs> By eye-gouging him? Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> Um, so eventually, then they, uh, you know, it's bad yep. when the uh, the prosecutors use your own testimony in their summary <laughs> statements. Yep. You can't even back that up. When you're their key witness. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think he was very lucky to get two weeks, which is puzzling because yep. yep. either he gets off or he gets a month. But anyway. Yeah, which uh, I mean, I found it funny because this week I thought the match review panel got it just about spot on. Oh, hang on. We'll, we'll get to that. Right. I'm still on oh, last we're week. We're still on last week. I'm Shit. still on last week. I haven't even got to the games yet. <laughs> because then it was uh, during the week we found out that uh, Jake Carlisle coming off the ground against Essendon yep. going, this this club is fucked. Yep. Um, you can't say he's lying. Exactly right. But yep. We want honesty out of players. Yep. If, if it is, happens to be immediately when they come off the ground, <laughs> then fair enough. Yeah, it didn't work out too well for Dusty, but anyway. <laughs> um, but I think Carlisle, yeah, it's going to be hard to hold on to him, isn't it? It's very hard he's, to hold on to him. He's gone, hasn't he? He's gone. I'm say, and, Bulldogs. You know, so that game was, what, Saturday or Sunday, yep. um, and Hurdy was let go a couple of weeks later. later yeah. A couple of days later, rather. By the way, when uh, Hurdy was cleaning out his office, do you reckon he, you know, bottom of the drawers, he found some <laughs> records? <laughs> oh, shit! That's where they were. Damn Fuck. it! <laughs> um, and then the last one, the, this is, 
Okay, the last one before we actually get to the ga- this week's games. Yep. Um, uh, Lockie Henderson uh, goes yep. in to say to the Carlton board, look, guys, I want to go play somewhere else. Yep. And they went, no four weeks notice, mate, on your fucking bike. Did they really? Yeah, he's not playing anymore. Oh, yeah, because why would you want to, you know, put his value up and try and get something decent that's what I, That's what I think, too. They said, we don't want to ruin his value, because if he gets injured, his value goes down. And I would have thought, well... He doesn't play. He doesn't play. I pretty mean, fucking worthless. <laughs> um, it's just weird. I mean, a lot of people had to go at Lockie for it, but I thought, it's being honest, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. He's going to Carlton and say, look, guys, I'm going to leave at the end of the season. I'll yep. still play. Yeah. He, he hasn't released it to the media. He didn't go yeah. to a footy show or anything like that. Yeah. He's gone to the Carlton board in, in confidence, or the coach... Um, said, look, you know, see what you can get for up. me. Yeah. And they've gone, you're plans. out, let's go call a presser. Yeah. Um, I reckon they've, they've done him in there, but at least he had his mum go on 3AW to, to defend him. <laughs> Did he? Thanks, mum. Yeah, thanks, mum. <laughs> he, he must have been sitting there going, oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. Um, Poor yeah. Poor <laughs> Um So do you want to go to the first game or do you want to jump straight to the MRP? Because that's what really was interesting out of this week. Um, I think we'll take I, it. I think it's big enough to go straight to the MRP. All right, let's do it. So, Let's jump in. Uh, first off, Hodgie. Hodgie, yep. Yeah, uh, I think it's fair play. I think that's about all it was, all it deserved because the injury resulting to Wingard wasn't really much. He came back and sort of dominated play for the rest of the quarter. So, well, yeah. could have just woken up a bit. It, it, it was, he, he hulked up after yeah. that. Uh, it looked really, really bad, obviously, to everyone. But it, it is funny because yeah, as you were watching it, in fast motion, you're like, oh, he hasn't hit him. He's hardly yeah, hit him. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at it again, you go, I think he's hip and shouldered him into the bloody post and he's yep. wrapped it around and then you look at another angle it's like well actually his shoulder's missed he's got him on the hip but yeah. the point post is still there it's yep. it's one of those ones where the AFL's almost made a rod for its own back yeah yep. in that um, some of the other tackles and stuff like this uh, that's happened this year they've said that you know it's this tackle's fine but you knocked him out so that's extra yeah and this one nothing happened so it's not extra yeah. They're very much basing it on what happens afterwards. Yeah, they are for sure. And the thing is, I think it's not as black and white as that, as either it's right or wrong. Because I think in some circumstances, it does sort of matter um, what happens, especially when you have a, a size differential between two players. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be taken on a different account um, than, uh, you know, two players of the same sort of size killing each other. Because, I mean, Sandalands trying to take out someone like Robbie Nahas, you know, the, the well, actual let's face action. It, that'd be funny. <laughs> 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 What'd it be funnier? Um, Lance taking out Robbie Nahas or the other way around? Uh, either way, I think uh, you'd be in for a winner. It'd be YouTube clips for 10 million views or something. I reckon you can go on YouTube, you find clips of uh, the big show from WWE um, <laughs> slamming midgets. It's hilarious. It's be- <laughs> <laughs> been, been a long day at work today, hasn't it? No, I, I haven't <laughs> seen that. But, um, no, I didn't check it out today, but I have seen it before. Uh, um, so, yeah, um, I thought Hodgie, yeah, fair enough. You come back for finals. Um, probably doing a lot of good having that rest before the finals it, it be will because he, he wasn't the only one but a lot of the Hawthorne side looked tired yep. um, and slow yep. um, but look I made the comments today um, online that this is five game suspension he served now yep. um, the last time he served three weeks uh, we went went one and two in those three weeks so lost two winnable games yep. um, now this time he's uh, going to serve two weeks and they're not important games but it could have very easily been three or four weeks, and that's two finals he's missing out on. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not fucking good enough from your captain. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Uh, especially like you said, five five missed games this five year. Five games in a year, and a team that's sort of 
struggling to get to that top two spot as well. Yeah, so. it, it's it's cost him a home final in the first yeah. weeks. Yeah. Uh, well, potentially. Yeah. Um, he's at that age now. What is he? Thirty-one, thirty-two. Yep. Um, time to start thinking about, uh, you know, what's your responsibility there? Um, and he, I, I don't think he should remain captain, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think there's probably a, not a bad sort of line of reasoning for that. And I'm not opposed to sort of players getting to the age where they get the captaincy but still play. I think Chris Newman did it at the Tigers. Or was it Newman? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newman did it. And um, I think it gives your club... Um, a little bit better opportunity to have that change of, of not culture, but, um, you know, the, the dynasty change, change, if well, that makes sense. Hawthorne did it with Crawford already, and yep. obviously Sammy Mitchell yep. um, before Hodge. Um, I, I think it just says that, you know, to the rest of the team that we're not, you know, it's one thing to play near the line and, um, you know, the, the unsociable football and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's another thing when you're putting yourself in danger of weeks for stupid shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it is costing the rest of the team. Yep. Um, so, look, it, it might mean that Roughhead or Lewis steps up, or you know, you look to that next generation. But yeah. I think it makes a statement and says, "Look, we're not happy with this." Yep. Oh, so we're talking about Luke Hodge getting off pretty much scot free. Yep, that's what we're up to. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the other big MRP then is uh, Fife. Yep. So, what do you make of it? Yeah, I thought that's fair enough. I thought it's fair enough. I think when it comes to a, a point where we're sort of debating, is that really bad enough? The answer is generally no. Would we be having this debate if he didn't already have two fines on the books? No, no, he would have got it fine. Things I think we as society just love debating this little shit. I think that's yep. half the enjoyment we, we get out of footy. So, so we like these ambiguous rules because you sit there for the whole week and be like, "Nah, that's bullshit." Or yeah, you know, this is why I'm really intelligent football because this is what I think, <laughs> which is sort of the premise for the whole podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I guess say it's precisely it. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, we've got to give a shout out to the dudes on Reddit as well. We got a bit of a boost in downloads last week due to their um, sort of. We'll just say uh, support. Yeah, input, support. Yeah, listening. Yeah, Autumn, uh, insomnia. Yeah, they. Uh, someone recommended us. Recommendations. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah thank you, Kylie. Yeah, um, while we're doing shout outs, then uh, Justin, a second Dan white belt, asked me to give him a sh- shout out. What's at, up, Justin? At Jitsu j- last night, he's looking for sponsors. He said okay, he, right, he was jo- he was joking. But oh, that's fine. With a shouting out, I'm going to shout out to uh, Jesse Hogan. I just saw him at the Mitchum Shopping Centre, and I told him to come along, and he said no. So fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse shout out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the go fuck yourself shout out. Well, well, he said, you know, you guys Melbourne supporters. I said, well, I go for North Melbourne, <coughs> and that's pretty close. And you go for Hawthorne. Okay. Next and time that was Melbourne. Yeah. Next <laughs> time the answer is yes. <laughs> pretty close, except for the average salary. <laughs> just quite. We were just watching AFL 360, yeah. and they had uh, Paul Ruse and um, Nathan Buckley yeah. on, and they were talking about you know when when things go bad, do you feel it and that kind of stuff. And he's saying, you know, your supporters they they talk about footy during the week, you know, and they they talk you get shit from your other friends, you know, oh your team did bad this weekend, and they're just working, you know, they might be doctors or lawyers. And I thought, yep, that's Melbourne. That's Melbourne, yep. <laughs> Looks over at Buckley. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Jobs? What? <laughs> Doctors, lawyers? We so, employ lots of them. So next, well, was the next big one was uh, Dusty Martin. Thought it's pretty rough. Pretty rough. I thought. I thought he's just letting the Collingwood fans know how many games got left in their season. Like, how how the um, fuck can you have a crack at someone for having a go at Collingwood fans? I mean, if you're yeah. going to penalise 
people for having a crack at Collingwood fans, the game's done. Well, I thought it was really just a bit of a public service. I mean, we know that um, Collingwood County, the math in general, isn't really that strong point. It's not that strong point. So he was just, he's just letting them know how many weeks are left. And um, actually, the National Literacy, Literacy Board has got on, got jumped on board and um, they said, you know, if you're out there during the community, see a Collingwood supporter for the next two weeks, let them know. Just let them know, kind gesture, how many weeks they got well, left in their, in their season. He was just correcting him. Like, the guy on the boundary line had both hands up, like, both middle fingers. So he's like, we've got one home and one away. And Martin's like, no, no, you've got two home, dickhead. Yeah. He said, next week you have one away. That's it. <laughs> um, and uh, Jack Rewalt doing the old Hulk Hogan. Did he? G- giving, oh, that's right, he was g- too. Giving him yeah. the ear. Yeah. Hey, listen to this. Good um, fucking on it. Yeah. Exactly. Why yeah. is it even an issue? Oh, I think it's great. <clears throat> we, and we've been talking about this before, about fan interaction. It's got to be, I think it's beautiful to have it there, but you leave it there. Yeah. You don't pretend that you actually know these people who are playing this game on television. You've got no idea who they are, so don't pretend that you know them off the field, but go there, treat it as entertainment, and get involved. Yeah. Cheer the heroes, boo the villains. Exactly. And you can make up your own heroes, your own villains, but don't believe that it's serious. <laughs> on the other side of it, too, I have zero problem with the Collingwood fans giving it to the players. Yeah, no, not at all. That's what they're I'm fucking for there for. As yeah. long as it's kept, you know, hey. within certain bounds, like you wouldn't racially vilify a bloke or anything like that, but yeah. Five minutes left to go in the game they're yep. down by 17 goals and they're still there yep exactly right yep. I tell you what I'll take those fans anytime over the other ones that left 15 minutes earlier yep and even Joffa I think I saw on his Twitter he said that um, he had no problems with it you know Dude. he was all for it he yeah, gave him a big strong boo back and that's what it's all about um, and I, I said this on Reddit today as well. What I do have a problem with is the commentators having a go at the Richmond's players for giving it back to the crowd. Yeah. Because if yeah. you're, uh, are, they're the same commentators that applauded Adam Goods for doing his war dance. Yeah. I have no problem with him doing the war dance. Yeah. Oh, but you can't be for one and against the other. Exactly. Well, okay. We'll fill the next three and a half hours with uh, Adam Goods and uh, the Essendon drug saga. How's that sound? Uh, too late. Too We've late. Done We've already that. done that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So let's actually get to a game. Um, yeah. Yeah, apparently some of the games were interesting this week. So, so shit, though. <laughs> oh, there were some shockers. Um, so, first off, Friday night, Port Adelaide uh, brought the pain, um, got over the Hawks for the second time for the year. Now, maybe it is because I'm a Hawthorne supporter, but I thought the game was pretty lacklustre. Look, um, it was funny because I was at the game, um, rather than going to your birthday, <laughs> but um, it was pretty ordinary, to be honest. Yeah, I, what? yeah. It was... Yeah. Um, I was sitting with a bunch of Port fans. Um, That's ordinary to start with. Well, yeah, yeah, it was weird because you know, we're in paying seats. But um, the, the thing and you've was, got something to say about it. Even even when they were up with five minutes to go, they were still like, "Shit, are they coming? Are they coming back here, or are they going to let us get this?" Yeah, <laughs> they were they were sort of incredulous. Even before the match, we went and put bets on. We put on Gunston for first goal, and he fucking missed it, dickhead. And um, we put money on Hawthorne by forty plus. Jesus. Uh, even the Port supporters I was with weren't putting money on Port, <laughs> and they would have got tens. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they literally were tens, actually, before the start of the game. Mm, I, I saw at least nine something. And I would have offered 20s. Like, uh, you fucking didn't. Um, just, they looked after the ball well, and Hawthorne were, couldn't pick it up. Couldn't pick up one grab. Yeah, exactly. And we were watching the game, and it seemed like the ball just bounced for Port. Didn't matter where it was, the ball just seemed to just bounce right in the lap. And you look yeah. at it and go, how the fuck you get a ball to bounce like that? Yeah, and now we were saying that as we were watching it, and I think that it's being unfair slightly afterwards. After I settled down, I thought yep. about <laughs> they were getting more people to the contest. Um, so if the ball's going to bounce somewhere and you've got three players versus one, yeah. chances are it's going to bounce your way. Yeah. But, uh, and that's, I think, where Port won the night. And that and Paddy Ryder. Paddy Ryder had his yeah. best game he did. Yep. in a Port Guernsey. The, the things that. I noticed, because we were up on level three, sort of row B, so we got to see 
pretty much a fair bit of the play. Rioli always had space. I have Didn't he? I yeah. have no idea. Yep. Like, look, it's fair enough to say from the sidelines, but uh, if you're on Rioli, if you're more than three feet away from him, you're going to get burned. Well, I think if- a lot of it is as well, you know how quick he is, so you've got to play either a couple of metres in front of him, so... Because once he goes, he's gone. Yeah. Um, but if you're playing a couple of metres in front of him, uh, then he sneaks out the back. Well, he's a brilliant player. That's the problem. If you're right next to him, he's just going to climb on your shoulders. I mean, to be honest, you play right behind him and get a handful of jumper. That's how you play Surreal. <laughs> Look, where uh, professional free kicks all day long. This is this is the veteran move. Um, it, it, a lot of the reports of Porties after the game, they were very happy, but at the same time, like, why? What does it mean? What, where was this? You yep. know, a couple of weeks ago, they got done by 12 goals by Bulldogs yeah. at the same ground. Yep. Um, where was it then? Uh, yep. And all that kind of stuff. And I think Wingard must have heard your criticisms about not making much of a ruckus in Melbourne, so he's pulled one on and had a blind, I reckon. He well, needed a knock around the ears first. He did, yeah. Both Greys did brilliantly. Yeah, um, they did actually. Archie, he's been a, yeah. a really good step up in the last few weeks. Sneezy. He's, yep. very, he's lucky for two reasons. Uh, one, Stevie J took away the biggest fuck up in front of goal for the week for, <laughs> yeah. from him. But then he made up for it. Uh, I think that might, might have made a little cameo in our intro as well. Yeah, I did it really. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, but look, um, it was the Archie and Sam Gray um, and those yeah. likes who were getting the ball a lot and using it well. Um, <laughs> and that's really what made the difference for Port. You know how every team's got their whipping boy? The yep. bloke who... Even if you go for the team, you're just like, can we fucking trade him for anything? Yep. Uh, Pittard? Butcher. He Butcher. Was, oh, he was Jesus like, Christ. They were getting stuck into him pretty much all along. Was he the sub as well? No. He got, no. He got subbed off. He got um, subbed out. And look, watching the game, he didn't do much right. He, he got the ball, and then he kicked it straight over. Um, the sort of thing where, I remember there was one, he's running along the wing um, just before the 50, and he's gone to centre it in the <coughs> corridor because no one's forward because everyone's been following the ball. And somehow, even though they had three runners going into open space, he managed to shank it too far, <laughs> kick it over yeah. his own shoulder, and straight to, I think it was Mitchell. And the whole crowd, the Port supporters have gone, oh, and Hawthorne have gone, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but what the fuck? I think you've got to draw a line through him from, from Ports. Draw a line through him? Yeah. Fuck him right off. Look, uh, I don't think he'd make it in SANFL playing like that. Well, you can't play if you're kicking like that. Either you got to play fullback, and your job is to handball. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dunkley played fullback for City, couldn't kick over a jam tin. Yep. But he didn't try to. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and we've said this before. But playing forward is the, the dumbest thing you could do. Or yep. you can turn him into a tagger, and he's not strong enough to be a tagger. No. Yeah. But, especially with a free running game like um, Port Adelaide play, you really when you have up, everyone has yeah. to be accountable. You, you kind of you can't have one person that's just sort of dead weight that's going to be a tagger. They have to be free and running. And that's what he is. He's dead weight, unfortunately. Yeah. And I thought that they had some good performances from um, uh, players like Angus Monfries. He did enough. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. was around there being annoying. Um, I think Monfries kicked his three. He's his haircut looks like the typical haircut you see at I don't know like a. A-grade lesbian basketball player at any, like, <laughs> suburban stadium. You know the one? You could have just said A-grade basketball player. I don't think you know if you needed that. It usually helps out of the canteen on Monday nights. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. One thing I did notice is uh, Puopolo never, ever gave up on the contest. He was burning through his uh, set of heels every time he was near the ball. He has yeah. two speeds, doesn't he? Yep. Full on and stop. Yep. I, don't th- I, I didn't see stop. <laughs> um, there was no stop at all. Even... You know, he's an angry little fucker anyway. He just always looks angry, he does, um, he? which is fantastic. He's brilliant to watch because he will always give you every ounce that he's got. Uh, he always drags himself off the game completely spent. Yeah, and like Porter will try and take every ounce that he got. 
Well, um, you know, fair play. Yeah. Look, it was, it was a, a big grinding out win for Port, and they'd be very happy with it, and so they should be. It gives them something to take out of the year that otherwise yep. has been a disappointment for them. Very happy to be pretty fucking surprised, I think. Uh, I think Sam Gray was a standout. I thought he provided the I physicality so. that mm. Robbie doesn't have. I I did mention um, to a couple of mates that I think that's what they've been missing, like, yeah. uh, especially without Wines and Corns. Yeah. They don't really... like. You look at their team, and who are you physically intimidated by? I mean, definitely not Ryder. Yeah. Um, Gray will make you look silly. Boke is probably the most physical of the lot, but... Monfries? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit scary, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're well, a point Nathan Cracker? He's got a, he's got a record. <laughs> well, this is, um, this is true. Well, I mean, that's a fact. Yeah. Um, Robbie Gray busted through some packs, and he made a difference early on. Um, yeah. And I think he, he gets best on ground if he kicks those goals. Yeah. But for yep. me, yeah. Paddy, Ryder, Paddy Ryder was best on ground. Painful. Um, he's He's 90% of uh, what he was last year yeah. in that game. Um, and you, when he's at 100%, he's a joy to watch. doesn't matter who you go for. He is a fantastic player. Yeah. Otherwise, I thought um, Hawthorne mucked around a little bit at the start of the game, you know, throwing Frawley yeah. down forward. Like, it yep. made sense because uh, Port don't have that many tall forwards. Yep. Um, only really uh, Shooks, obviously, and you had Lake on Shooks yeah. or, or Gibson. And then Westhoff, who's your other marking option, and he was playing down back. Yep. And for a lot of the night, uh, Port were playing an eight-man back line. Yeah. Um, so it, it made sense in that in that respect, but um, still, I would have rather keep keep the normal positions and let's yeah, try and win exactly. this one go for that yeah. top two but anyway that's the way it goes sometimes one thing I did think of too um, Hodge do you reckon he's vulnerable now because he's out until finals Yeah, but he gets any uh, reportable offence during the first few weeks of finals he could miss a grand final yeah um, and look if, if I was the bloke playing on him the first thing I'd do is try and niggle him um, just to get him off his game if you got your port in the first quarter that's got to be on your mind for the rest of the game well, definitely, but I mean, he's a, he's a pro. Don't get me wrong; he's a champion. But, but I mean, how does that help you, though? I mean, if you're playing him this week in the finals and you get him reported, so he doesn't play next week. No, then... but if you get him reported in the first quarter, kind of thing, that's at the back of his head. Yeah, I'll, I'll match. True. And look, he's the sort of player that you got to look for every advantage you can. Yeah, I mean, you're right, and I think from a Hawks perspective, you'd be very disappointed if your captain did something like that and yeah. jeopardised. Well, I mean, uh, the only other option is to try and take him out, and best fucking luck. Yeah. On to Saturday at the MCG. Um, just a, a lazy, was it 90, 92, 93 points yep, um, for the Tigers? 23 goals, 9 is awesome. Um, it is. And I think that's Absolutely. what they have last week, something like 22-6 or yep. something stupid. Yep. Um, so Tigers are turning it on at the right time of season. Need a percentage as well. Need a percentage. Back up to fifth. Mm. Um, which I think is, we got five percentage points for that five game. Five on the day. Yeah. yeah. And that's, well, like you said, round 20, you're 21. Um, oh, it's going to be a bad effort. It's going to be a beautiful last two rounds. Well, actually, the, Richmond's last two rounds are awesome. Yeah, they got um, Essendon this week, which is um, a percentage booster. You'd hope so, Phil. Right. Yeah, and then North in the last week well, is going to be a bomb. Well, North have got Western Bulldogs and Richmond, um, and those three teams are pretty all, much all around the yeah. defining yeah. the eight. And look, I thought um, obviously Collingwood didn't make use of their forward inside fifties for the first half. I think well. When we were listening to the Ruse and Buckley on uh, whatever the fucking show is, um, he said that I think they were two to one for inside fifties for the first half or something like that. Yeah, and, and if, still yeah. lost. And if you don't convert, you can see like with Richmond kicking nine goals straight in the last quarter, <laughs> um, you can see the effect it has on a team from having to defend the entire ground when you turn it over yeah. from your in, inside fifties and you just can't run out the whole game because as opposed to say kicking a goal, going back to the middle and then you have to defend half the ground, you turn over in your forward line. 
then all your team has to defend that entire length of the field because they're going to be running through the lines. Mm. So I think that just took took the wind of their sails that last quarter and, and then get run over. Well, to me, the big thing was what the fuck has happened with Ty Vickery? Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he went yeah. from spud to stud straight up. And I, I, we had him as a fucking joke for the first probably twelve rounds. He's yep. turned it I on in the last say six years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's. But he's he's been a game breaker the last few weeks, and especially he's kicking from distance. Like his I goal know. kicking from distance, his action looks beautiful. It's just his decision making's been on point. Um, yeah, his ability to grab a mark's been fantastic. Yeah, that's the another big thing is his marking has been excellent. And as Dimmer said afterwards, um, a really impressive, but it didn't look like it from Jack Rewalt in that game where he ran around and did the lots of. Teamwork, uh, what do you say? Positioning, la- yep. allowing Ty Vickery to have an open forward line and then pushing up the ground to drag the defender well, yeah, up. Taking in each other's way. Taking his yeah. man out of the space. Yeah. Which is exactly what Collingwood were doing a lot in their forward line. They're, yeah. uh, Elliot and um, Cloak are running into each other's lines. They're both leading at the same ball rather than making the defenders spread and cover both of them. Yeah, and the thing is that the uh, Richmond defence under pressure a lot of the time for that first half and they stood up, which I mean... They did well. They showed some maturity. Yeah. Um, uh, the the defence... Um, Sam Lloyd had a blinder as well. Kicked some nice goals. Yeah, three straight, I think, in the first quarter. Like it could have been. Could have been early on like that. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure he did. He's, he's had a good one. Yeah. Um, they're all lighting up and have a good one at the end of the yeah. day. Oh, everyone talks about uh, Rance's uh, all Australian efforts, and absolutely he deserves it, but Basher Hooley gives them so much rebound. He's, he's, had yeah. a, he's much improved this year in his decision-making, yep. except for one obviously poor decision yeah. against Frio. Well, yeah. But... Um, he, he didn't let it get him down. I yep. think he's had good weeks every week since that game. You see, to yep. me, that is even better. Like yeah. Everyone's going to have that clanger. Yeah. It just happens that his clanger pretty much cost him the match. But um, his ability to come back and just hit the hit the game hard two weeks in a row after that, it's been yep. fantastic. A great measure of mental toughness is what he's going to need in the next few weeks. And he just knows where he fits into the team now. So, I mean, I think it's made it a lot easier for um, to, the cohesion in the team. Yeah, now he's finished Ramadan, he'll actually be able to think clearly. Yeah, this is true. It, 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 without joking, that will make it easier for yeah, him. Yeah, it is. Um, Shane Edwards came back as well from broken leg. Yeah, uh, first game back. Had a good game. Yeah, that was good. Um, when you've had, uh, what's he had, two months out or something like yeah, that? Yeah, about I think six weeks. Something like that. All we want to do is just be there at the end of the game. Yep. Um, yeah. I th- did they sub him out? Yeah, sub yeah. him out just for precautionary. Beautiful. Yeah. That's fine. That's exactly what they would have planned yep. um, to happen. And he's a key player going forward into the finals because he's someone that you force opposition to match up against because mm. he can break games open. And he's having a career best year. Yeah. The other beautiful thing was they managed to do this much damage without much contribution from Cochin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Cochin and Revolt, the two guys that have been uh, the mainstays of the team, didn't really do much. Yeah, they, like, they, they did a lot of good teamwork stuff, yeah. but they, they didn't take hold of the game like they can. So to get this sort of result with uh, your best players you know, having an off week is fantastic. Well, your, your captain, um, Cochin, had 13 touches. I couldn't tell you the last time he had 13 touches for an entire game. No, and um, especially a dominant like that. And Delaney did well as well. He did points. his usual, usual pushing the ball forward hard and playing across the wings. Um and on the Collingwood side, um, that usual suspect step yeah, up. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Penn Swan, Penn Swan. Yep. Uh, Jamie Elliott did did enough in the forward lines. He presented option, um, did what he could uh, for a small man, but was playing the big man up forward for, yeah. for a little while there. I think Marley Williams had some uh, good moments. Yeah. Um, Darcy Moore kicked Ivan Marrick in the face, which yeah. tells me he's brave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if it was an accident. Did he, did he get out of the park all right? Oh, oh, I don't know. I haven't heard from him since. The good so news he, is he, he would have gone straight to the bus, I reckon. Just gone straight to the bus. Right, we're going. Fuck it. He's like, my, my preseason starts now. <laughs> <laughs> See you in Vegas, guys. 
Um, Vegas, you'd be getting the fuck away from there. Marriage probably knows people in Vegas. Yeah. And one thing, the commentators are talking about how um, it was smart for Cloak to go up the field and drag Rance down there. But if you looked at it, Rance got lots of turnovers across yeah. the middle of the, the oval and then pumped, pumped him straight back into the forward line. So. How, how optimistic is that? Yeah, Cloak, smart decision that. Yeah. yeah good on you. Yeah. Um, is this is this one of those named matches? Like, you know how no. there's the, the medal or oh, the cup yeah. or everything? I don't think don't so. I think so. Uh, they could call it the bandwagon cup then, because whoever wins this would obviously have a massive bandwagon push, and Richmond, their their supporters are just all out in force now. They're fucking loving life. Seven well thousand strong. <laughs> As, oh look, absolutely. In your teams, uh, you know they had a really beautiful march to the finals last year, and this year you think they'll probably, uh, well, I can see them definitely causing some damage. Yeah, I don't. I don't think nothing about Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, I'm trying to build it up. Yeah. We'll cautiously wait for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, GWS versus the Sydney Swans. I got to admit, I think it all went wrong for GWS at the coin toss. I thought it was a pathetic coin toss. They should have batted it. Out, wasn't it? Uh, it was an awful coin toss. They put him off for the entire day. Yeah, yeah. they um, should have should have put him into bat. Someone um, should be held accountable. I reckon. I reckon it should be um, the bloke tossing the coin. Well, should uh, be held squarely, accountable. squarely on his shoulders. We're talking to you, Benny. Yeah, King. motherfucker. Dead to me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> my so, yeah, day will come. One of my mates uh, won a Twitter competition to tossing the coin. He wouldn't have even gone in it unless I bloody told him to. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad GWS got flogged for that. Uh, um, look, it was a bit of a training run for the Swans. Um, bit what we expect. Uh, yep. Kurt Tippett, though, uh, had eight scoring shots, which is uh, not a bad return for him. I mean, against a team that really is struggling for backmen. Because yep. um, they lost a couple extras last week as well. But, seems um, to be he's still got to do it. Following the fashion of um, getting big men in there and actually kicking straight these days. Sandilands did a pretty good job, and Goldstein's been doing his part as well. So. Yeah, but they'll be waiting for Kurt Tippett to show up. This is true. Um, this is true. Like this for well, a very long Kurt time. Tippett's probably on more money than both of those two combined. What? Yep. Gito West and Sydney. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, the, uh, with uh, Big Bud sitting in the stands, um, that would have been encouraging for him. Yep. Um, so I think Franklin's probably back next week or the week after. They want him to have one more game before finals. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. I mean, he is the kind of player that doesn't really need, you know, yeah. a couple of weeks to get in. Yep. He just needs like, you know, a quarter or something like that. <laughs> he's good to go. Yeah, he just bangs a model on the way in. <laughs> and he's good to go. Um Josh Kennedy could be a, a if Fife did get rubbed out, it could be a little smoky for the Brownlow because I think he's just quietly accumulating the old possessions up there. Yep. Yeah, that's it. I I would have thought uh, Hannibal would probably take quite a few off him. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it, those two are quality players, and you have them in your team, no worries. Yeah, any day. Um, it's uh, the, definitely the new mould of midfielder Kennedy. You know, so big and broad, and yeah. busts through packs and, and uses the ball well. Yeah, he he does run like an NFL player. Yep, yeah. like his ability to to bus packs. It's um, he's cerebral in how he runs, but also big enough that he can just bust through people. So, yeah. one other controversy controversy to come out of this game, uh, James Rose, the sub, comes on yep. um, uh, in the last quarter. So he's only played fifteen minutes. He kicked three goals. It's not a bad Jesus. effort. Um, as a sub for your first game, and he was ecstatic about it, as he should be. <laughs> yeah. Fucking earth. Kicks his first goal. Every man runs to give him a high five and a pat on the head. Yep. Except, except for Teddy Richards. Really? At fullback, he ran to center forward and went, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that a cardinal sin or is that a 200 gamers <laughs> right to say, I'm at fullback, mate. 
I'll catch you next time. No, see, I think it's cardinal sin. If cardinal it, sin. If it was 300 gamers, that's different because you can be like, mate, you know. I'm, I've got I'm, to get the walker out. I'm 30 plus. You know, maybe just. Well, he's still 30 plus. Is he? Yeah, he's like 33, like, I didn't 34. Well, then fuck it. If he's over 30, he can do what he wants. He can just be like, mate, I'm, I'm sitting back here. So Josh, uh, Josh is giving him a pass. Ben, what yeah. do you think? Well, I think there's two sort of aspects to the answer. I think one, when you're pumping a team with that much, generally your enthusiasm just sort of wanes a bit. <laughs> Um, also, he did yeah. have an order at the bar he was waiting for. Yeah, so. and he, he's not really known for thinking, so he probably just got a bit lost. It's like, hang on, I'll fall back. That's right. <laughs> so he's turned around and trotted on back to the square. I do like how he's run three quarters of the way, though. And then gone, <laughs> oh, no, fuck this. No, nah, this is too far. I'll what run are, three are we doing again? Shoot. No, you got to sit up. Change back. events. Oh, no, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Um, no, I reckon, I reckon it's a 200 gamers uh, call. Um, if. If you're at fullback, I think you can give it a miss. Yeah. I mean, fuck it. He's only a little lad. He's got to learn it. Yeah, I mean, you can send him a tweet later. It's all good. <laughs> Catch him in the in the cha- yeah. change rooms. Um, ooh, so, GWS, anyway, were just... Uh, I think that ends their chance at finals. What thin hope they had, but with yeah. their injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they'd still be happy with their year. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, they'll, they're building big. Um, we've been on them um, earlier in this season. Not quite pre-season, but... Um, Barring injuries, they would be playing finals. I absolutely yeah, yeah. believe that. Yeah, agree. Um, so the next game is Gold Coast Essendon, and this had no right to be as exciting as it was, um, no, except in the change rooms. <laughs> if you were if you were wanting to party, this is the party cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the snorters versus the injectors, um, and we found out which one's more effective. Um, Jesus, was a topsy turvy game um, with uh, what's his name, Egan, uh, his first uh, first roll of the dice. Um, in the in the coaches' box, yeah. I don't even know if he's. I mean, they've only started their search today, really, for the next coach. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if they consider um, somebody internally. I think they do want to look external. Um, yeah, I don't want that job. No. Oh, I I I take it because you only have to work one year, and you get paid for two. It's, <laughs> it's like time and a half, uh, double time all the time. Promise, That's just awesome. Promise you never work it again the rest of your life. I can take it. <laughs> Uh, it's. Uh, I thought McKernan had a good game as well, um, and I'm glad he had a good game because he's uh, been one that's tried uh, for Essendon. He's been given well, impossible roles. I think he's the only bloke yeah. that gives a shit, to be honest. Um, listening to uh, a lot of the talk around it, and you know, with the uh, players saying "fuck it, I'm out" or whatever, and um, Taylor Walker saying that the talk that he heard last week among Essendon players yeah. was just down. Like they, they're yeah. so far down that they. They're not even playing for the Guernsey anymore. They're just trying to get through the week. Um, but McKernan, to me, he knows he's playing for his career. and Still a rookie list of player. Yeah, yeah and look, even if... Um, <laughs> I can't see Essendon getting rid of anyone who's not involved in the supplement saga. But even if they said, look, mate, you're not needed, he'd probably say, you fucking what now? But uh, I think another team would look at him. Perhaps, yeah. I, I'd, I'd be, be very... Valued. I, I'd be very disappointed if Essendon didn't upgrade into a full. Oh, you'd have, um, yeah. you absolutely would have now, to. Now, I heard flagged that they're going to make uh, sweeping changes to the playing list. Um, yep. That's as much to <laughs> mitigate the Asada yeah. issue as, as anything else. Um, but now he's out of the picture, so you don't know uh, what's going to happen. They've got a lot of uncontracted players. Yep. But this could be an absolute clean out and, and start again. But I think he's earned earned his uh, uh, place in the side. I think he's one of the few. Alone. I think there's only... Maybe maybe half a dozen. Maybe half a dozen. Yeah, five, six players that I'd say, all right, you're safe, and the rest of them get offers. Um, See what's out there. Yeah, because, look, uh, guys like Carlisle, Bagley, uh, Melksham, you'd get 
value for them, and they're not really giving you much. Well, Bagley has. Bagley's had a great year. He's been one of the. I reckon he's one of the half a dozen. Um, yeah, you probably put um, Hooker, Heppel, uh, and Hurley. Hurley. Um, um, I'd probably keep Zaharakis. Yeah, just because he's obviously a smart bloke, having decided not to inject himself with yeah. random shit that he didn't know. And Goddard, and that's this. You're arguing um, with others after that. Mm. Um, but on, on the Gold Coast side of things, Aaron Hall had another good game. He had a good game against Richmond as well the, fo- the previous week, yeah. even though they got pumped. Um, but when it got down to it, in the last couple of, the last few seconds, they had a chance, Essendon. Um, moving forward, and Dempsey had the long looping handball over to Carlisle, who missed. All he had to do was kick it. Yep. All he had to do was kick it to Carlisle, I mean. There were a it, few chances like that this weekend. Yeah, it was a 20-metre hand pass. Yep. Why not do a 20-metre kick? Exactly. He marks, he goes back, he has a safe shot. But yep. anyway, it's very easy to say after the fact. It's fucking fantastic to say after the fact, because we don't have to do it. Exactly right. Um, we don't have to get paid as much as they do either, though. Was it uh, Sam Day had that sickening head clash? Um, not a head clash, sorry. Um, in the marking contest, uh, he was uh, wrestling with Hurley, and his head went down, and somebody came through to spoil and oh, yeah. got him right on the top of the head. No, it, it's horrible looking and th- there's nothing untoward in it at all it's just um, the, the, the one of the realities of playing a contact sport yeah. you see this is another thing that we've been harping on about a little bit or at least I have protect yourself at all times uh, well, he, he had no choice though no but just um, anytime there's any contact you, you just want to see the players scrunch up in a small ball and in this case it just seemed like he wasn't expecting the contact, which, you know, happens. He was also tied up with Hurley. Yeah. So it's not like he had a choice in the matter. No, but he's still, like, he's still not making himself small. You know what I mean? Yeah. I reckon it's been a bit harsh. Um, it, but you know it's bad when they're stretched off and they don't give the customary thumbs yeah. up to the crowd. Yeah. Um, but, he, you know, uh, as the way is these days, he was on Twitter and Instagram afterwards saying, I'm yeah. okay. Which, to <laughs> be honest, oh, is good. Because yeah. the fans mm. would be looking for that and just, you know, you're sitting there with a the thumbs up. Um, it, it it was one of the worst injuries, looking injuries I've seen, um, certainly this year. He might have been just hanging out for that green whistle. He could have been. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, an exciting game. And it's good to see that um, Gold Coast uh, gave their fans something to cheer as well. On to St. Kilda and Geelong. Um, didn't pick this one. Oh, I thought Geelong were going to um, go through in a canter. But, <laughs> oh, but Brenton, you've been saying all year that Saints have got one more inspiring win left in them. I did. This is almost it. I thought it was. I thought this was going to be it. Because um, I know they had Sydney and, and Geelong left in the last three from, from yep. last week. And I thought one of those they're going to knock off. And was it last week they played Sydney? And they got pumped? I think so. Yeah. So I thought Geelong would be the one. Unless they play Sydney next week, so I'm picking that one. <laughs> Have a quick look. Um, does this count, do you think? Yeah, yeah. I think it... See, it kind of does, but I mean... No, we're playing Sydney next week, so... Sydney next yeah, week. No, this one doesn't count. Saints, back <laughs> up next week. to finish off strong. I think they can take a lot out of this. Yeah. Um, now, uh, just quite we've already mentioned it, but uh, how many times did you watch the replay of Stevie J wandering into an open goal to get tackled by well, Savage? Well, I, I had to watch it quite a few times to get the sound grab to put on the intro, so <laughs> I'm fairly fairly adept at what, where he fucked up there. They did replay it a few times, and I've got to admit, yeah. I, I smiled. And Sh- Savage would have played in a lot of those Kennet Curse games as well. Yep, true. Um, so he would have got a little bit extra out of that. Yeah. It uh, made me smile. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing was is that when I was going through the clip to get the sound grab, I was like, I'm an Aaron because it's a really good sort of... Uh, uh, incident in the game but it's commentated by BT and I'm like oh, oh do I do I yeah. 
But yeah, I couldn't find alternate economy uh, country and uh, fuck it. So yeah. Yeah, Stevie J, he's one of those blokes that when he's on, I kind of like watching him, but every other moment I just feel like someone should take him out. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'm not not the hugest fan. I like, yeah, you respect what he what he did do, but yeah, I think he's probably got to move on now. He, he's almost past it, but after he, his fuck up, he did come back and kick some nice goals, yeah, and you yeah. could see it meant something to him. Yeah, he is a very uh, hungry player. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's what makes him uh, a good player. Yeah, um, against Hawks last week too, he kicked some nice goals on his left around the corner. Yeah, um, so it, there are still glimpses there. Yeah, he's um, definitely yeah. got the skills, and I think I'm not sure if it's if he's naturally talented or just always works hard. I think probably a little bit, bit of both, but yeah. he's definitely like he's got the ability. It's just body probably not holding up to where it should. To me, he's like an Akamanis. Like his highlight reel, spectacular. But uh, would you have a, a couple of beers with the bloke? I don't know. Oh, yeah. um, it'd be interesting. He, but his highlight yeah. reel is just as good for the bloopers as well, though. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. For, for some of them, took it like a champ, though. He did. He owned it too on yep. Twitter afterwards. Um, and it, it is horrible. I mean, that happened in the first half, I think. Um, and then the game ends up a draw. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, and the other big thing from the game was uh, moving over. little mate in the crowd. Yeah, the umpire. Uh, of, <laughs> fella. Of, I did have his name, but I've forgotten it now. It doesn't matter. Um, I was watching it. I'm like, there's it's an umpire in the crowd. And yeah. I thought, is he umpiring the, the little league? Maybe <laughs> that would have been Oz awesome. Kickers. But he wasn't because Oscars don't sit there. Yeah. No, he's just a fan of umpires. Yeah, fucking love it. And he's got all signatures over his shirt too. That was the yeah. other thing I saw. Like a pal go, that looks like signatures on the shirt. Yeah. And then he comes back, he's talking to Lingy. He's like, yeah, I've got more signatures. <laughs> he goes, all right, give us, give us a hold in the ball. And I tell you what, he he owned he it, nailed it. <laughs> I remember seeing. He's like, clip. this is it. This yeah. is the form you need. I remember they had a little uh, piece. I remember it was on the news or something. Um, the next day, they had him and his old man in the park. I tell you what, he's got those moves down pat, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's definitely got a practicing definitely got a career. He's been practicing a lot. Um, yeah, if he's not going to grow up to be one of the best umpires out there, then yeah, we'll be abusing the fuck out of him. Ten years, we'll do that much. <laughs> so he probably earned more than most of the players as well. They have a thirty-year career. Um, there was uh, one part where yeah, Channel Seven do a shit house job of uh, directing camera angles yeah. and shit, but somebody's kicked the goal, and you know when they then focus in on the goal umpire, yep. they went straight to him <laughs> and did not let them down one bit. The big bang, there Beautiful. it is. I thought, kid, you've got a sense of theatre, yep. you've got a sense of timing. Um, if uh, if the umpires don't grab him and start putting him in ads, yeah, yeah, uh, God, he's got a he's got a future ahead of him that one. Um, on the Saints I thought Nunes uh, showed another good game um, memory doing enough up forward uh, didn't kick many goals yeah, but presented an option memory. yeah um, also I thought that uh, Sam Gilbert um, he's probably one of those fringe players who could go around again I mean he's not old yep. um, but he's been in and out the side and injuries and that kind of stuff yep. I thought he showed some real dash yeah. um, and made some good decisions yep. uh, which hasn't been his calling card um, yeah. previously yeah, and especially in a close game like this, uh, yeah, you, you want to see that. And of course, the, the big uh, story before the game was uh, Jason Holmes mm. um, lining up the big American. That's right. Yeah, um, gee, he looked like he enjoyed it. He looked hungry for the ball. Yep. Um, he didn't look any more lost than any other first year ruckman. No. Which, to be honest, first year ruckman it's a low threshold. Too often get uh, pretty lost yeah. easily. Um, I I can't see why he's not going to be the first in long line. Like, because uh, from college ball to um, the NBA or you know, the European leagues, it's a fairly big jump. And like every year you get hundreds more players coming in. So there's going to be people that miss out. 
And if you've got the option of playing professional sport in Australia, you're going to look at it. And he's white. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. Is he? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of uh, Wood, who plays for the Oh, Columbia. that's right, yeah. Um, it, it's the same as uh, Mike Pike, um, you know, who was a rugby mm, player. Yeah. Um, they're the supreme athletes that don't get their first sport or can't make a living mm, out of yeah. it. You go, I want to be a professional sportsman. Yeah. What are, what's out there? Um, and, you know, AFL is a very hard game to learn and the skills are very innate. It takes years. Yeah. Uh, a bloke who's six foot eight that can jump. Yep, we can work with this. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, now on the other side of that is someone like Magic Door who that just doesn't click for. Yeah, but he, this guy looks like uh, there could be something there. Yeah, his yeah, attack exactly. on the ball was pretty good. He's, he's going to give away free kicks, but yep. so does every ruckman. And look, it is harder when you're picking it up at what is he twenty two something on those lines. I think, yeah. I think he's twenty three, but I could be wrong. Yeah, um, I think Goldstein didn't pick up uh, footy till he was seventeen, but ruckmen generally have a little bit of a Greater threat, uh, greater acceptability of being shit with a ball. Um, it's, if you it, find a ruckman that's willing to run and kick, then you'd probably say, "Bloke, what are you fucking doing?" Yeah, you got there's, large, there's larger Marjorie Ferrer. Yeah, ruckman. there's only two or three of them in the AFL that you go, "Okay, I trust him with this field kicking." Yeah. Um, so the fact that if that's one of his weaknesses, it's not going to um, show up as much. The thing is, we could just have some sort of uh, little clause in free trade agreement with America, where we send them running backs or punters, <laughs> and they send us ruckman. We'll, we'll give you a Jared. We can work this out. Yeah. Yes, uh, Jason Tell you what, God forbid when they find out about Israel Folau. Oh, <laughs> like he play wide receiver, running back, do the fuck he wants. He's got to go for his fourth code of football. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, what, you reckon if he goes over to the NFL, then he's going to look at the soccer and go, oh, I reckon I can kick that. Well, you know, I reckon he's just going from you know a better job to a better job in regards to salary. He's, he's, he's Smart going man. Yeah, he could end up like uh, Deion Sanders playing Gaelic football and uh, soccer over in the Europe. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I don't know. Yeah. Two more? Why, yeah, not? Why not? Yeah, do it once. Fucking knock them both off. But um, oh, the other thing I did watch was uh, Blitzars. He. I thought he did a, a pretty good job. He's had a, a breakout season for me. He's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, just his ability to run as well as be a ruckman. And look, he didn't have the best ruck opposition today, but um, I thought he did a bloody good job. Stayed mobile, stayed he, in the contest. He certainly had a lot of focus on him this year yeah. um, as well. So it, again, bigger players and somebody else that came to the game late because he's yeah. a, you know athletics or a hurdler or whatever it was. So, um, if it, also, oh, people looking for steals in Supercoach as well, they tend to get yeah. noticed. <laughs> gets a lot of heat behind a player. Like, hey, he's the steal of the season. Very true. Uh, Darcy Lang got the uh, Rising Star nod this week as well. Um, he's obviously not going to win the award, but yep. I think he's had a good, consistent couple of couple of games. So um, I thought it was a good choice. Actually, I thought he, uh, he went all right. And uh, stories going around Stevie Motlop. Um, do you reckon he's going to head off? I can't see it happening. Honestly, you wouldn't let it out unless you've got Dangerfield locked up. Uh, and even then, if you can keep him, you will. But um, there's going to be a lot of money leaving the club at the end of the year. Absolutely. So, They've got a lot of 30-pluses that have already pulled the pin. Yeah, so I, I really can't see why you'd let him go unless he's asking for fucking captaincy or some bullshit. Which I, yeah, which he's not going to. Surely. No, no I, I, <laughs> wouldn't, I wouldn't believe him if he said... Um, on to Adelaide Crows, who had a training run against Brisbane. Um, again, a hard <coughs> match to watch. Um, Zorko had, uh, you know, had a lot of the ball, but geez, it's a rough end of the year for Brisbane, and they're just uh, waiting for the end of the season. They're already well, planning Mad Monday. Stephen Martin's already stepped up. Um, he, to me, he has been their best player, and, like, and far and away. Rumours are he wants to come back to Melbourne. Yep. <laughs> In that just, case, he'll he'll have seven teams uh, that'll put their hand up for him. Well, they got someone else leaving as well, isn't there? Another big man. 
Uh, Lewenberg is out Lewenberger. of uh, out of contract, yeah. So he might entertain offers elsewhere, yeah. Um, and Brisbane Lions have been mentioned that they're you know chasing Charlie Dixon and yep. anybody else who's willing, but it's yeah. pretty hard to convince somebody to go up to Brisbane. Yep. Um, when uh, you know they're so down, they got that good core still, but they they need you know some bookends. You need results just to be able to fill out the fat of the team. Yeah, I think yeah. Adcock was another one mentioned that might be leaving. Uh, yeah, no, left. No, that's right, he's gone. That's yeah. right, they've already kicked him. He's, they said, uh, not in our plans. Kick slacks jumped. Um, so, yeah, uh, old mate Taylor Walker's probably ended three blokes' careers uh, with his seven goals. <laughs> um, maybe even add leppage to it, I don't know. But um, He's had a day out. Yeah, and look, he's threatened to do this for a while. And, yeah, he, he was against Brisbane, but he's still pulling uh, big sources as an opponent. And he's, he's no easy beat. You know, I, I, I like Daniel Merritt, uh, the way he plays. So uh, if Taylor's dusting him yeah. up, mind you, the ball's down there a lot. He's had a lot of opportunities. You've got to feel sorry for But still, uh, if it was that easy, someone to kick seven every week, and they don't. And yep. if, if you're a full forward and you've got guys like Dangerfield, Sloan, giving you nice delivery, well, you're I mean, really going to look hungry. It's not like they're under pressure. Dangerfield's got enough time to comb his hair before he marks <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> pretty much. And the thing is, too, with Not Walker, pretty much. Literally. Well, yes. <laughs> the thing is, too, with Walker, he knows if the ball goes to ground, Eddie Betts is going to snap him from fucking anywhere. So yeah, as he better does. mark it. <laughs> yeah, so he to mark it. And he knows if he does Kick mark it, Betts is still asking for the handball. <laughs> Uh, uh, Rory Sloan started to find a bit of touch. Um, you know, obviously he's had that uh, cheek injury. Um, yeah. I thought this is, uh, you know, it's a good team to get your form back. Yeah, back against. And uh, you know, uh, the good thing for Adelaide is their destiny is in their own hands now. Yep. Um, so they've got a, a hard couple of games against uh, West Coast and Geelong um, to come. But again, win them both, they're in. There's nothing else. And that's the thing. Um, you're playing two two teams who are definitely playing finals, and you're not playing finals to finish fourth, third. You're playing to win the whole thing. So if yeah. you can't beat the teams now, probably going to win the flag. Geelong so. are probably going to miss out if Adelaide get through. Yeah. Well, yeah. I that, think they will too. I think they're the only teams that can, um, can do it because Geelong are on 44, Adelaide on 50. So if uh, Adelaide beat Geelong, you'd say they're safe. If Adelaide lose the two and Geelong win two, they're in. Yeah, yep. exactly right. Um. Uh, Again, Adelaide uh, taking a, uh, dining out um, on the, the times that they can. On to Sunday, um, North versus Frio. And I'm very happy to say, pick this like a motherfucker. Absolutely picked it that Frio were, were going to lose this. I thought they'd lay down, but that, that didn't happen. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Jumped out of the blocks and looked like world beaters in the first quarter. Well, they seven. Seven goals in the first seven quarter. Seven-two in the first quarter. Yep, that's about when I st- stopped watching for two quarters. <laughs> that's when I that's when I tuned in and I thought, oh, ball bag, we're fucked. Um, especially because Sandlins was giving Sandlins Goldstein a hiding. Dominating. Yep. Um, and he just look he, he looks angry when he plays Goldstein. Well, um, he looks angry anyway. I well, mean, he does. he's got that what yeah. do you call it? The giganticism, you know, the massive yeah, exactly. brow yeah. and brow, yeah, like eyebrows, like horizontal exclamation marks or some bullshit. But uh, he really did try to stamp his authority on Goldstein early, and look, and did two two Premier League ruck, uh, two Premier level ruckmen. Um, fair enough, that's what you're going to do. Uh, and it seemed like after quarter time, Goldstein thought, "Hang on." I can probably outrun this bastard. It wasn't just that um, Sandlands was dominating him, but then when he did get off, he you know fumbled or made a mistake. Yeah. So it was mm. um, it just wasn't going to be his day. Yep. It looks like he's gone into halftime. Someone's had a word, or he's going. You know what? I've got to fix this. Fix this. He's you know spoken to his rabbi. He sorted it out. Yep. He's come back <laughs> out and he's uh, put it on the field um, in the second half. 
Um, not enough to get more Brownlow votes, which you'll need, but he uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's done well. They got, the w, got his team so. over, the, over the line. Yeah, I think North Melbourne had lots of contributors, which we need against teams like this. Yep. And mm. I think that precedence had been set from like when the Tigers beat them and also with teams who have been Hawthorne where you can't have your stars just play well when right. nobody else is going to do anything. You're you not going to have somebody have a blinder and get you over the line. Exactly. And I mean, you saw contributions from Higgins. Robbie Tarrant had a fucking blinder. Yeah, blinder again. Um, it was Tarrant and Harvey to me were the, the revelations of the day. But see, I think even weight busting packs and presented options. Took some oh, nice did it well. Yeah. I was cold on weight mid-season, but in the last probably four weeks, he has done a lot of Look, good stuff. Yeah, He's been Jared Waite, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's, he had everything that you should have expected from him. Yeah. Well, the, the criticism of him has always been a flat-track bully, but he he had three goals in a pretty decent game against uh, ladder leaders. Contested marks, yeah. too. Yeah, and he actually converted the scores. Look, I think Frito did did four quarters of work as well. Like some of it was shit house, and then he backed it up with some good stuff. He made up for it, didn't give up. Mm. For me, um, I actually thought it was somebody else uh, that stood out for North, and that was Sean Atley. Yeah, um, yeah. his I, runoff halfback. He is just phenomenal in his ability to get twenty meters. Generally, yeah. there's two kinds of backmen. You got those that are stoppers and those that run out and create yep. the play. I thought he did both. Yep, um, especially in the the second half. Yeah. Um, and, and even the last quarter rock solid in defence but wasn't just you know taking the mark alright yep. let's slow it down now it's taking the mark like, right where am I going to attack yeah, yeah. Um, and, and straight at it. Um, it I reckon it's his best game yeah, um, that definitely. he's ever played I think oh. it shows really good cohesion with him and Robbie Tarrant across that back line mm, as well yeah, where absolutely. it was just that structure was really really uh, organised well because there's still an undersized back line but yeah, I mean yeah. there's no pav yep. so you've got a chance yep. um, you know but when Big Sandalands parks himself in the goal square you're going <laughs> to yeah. struggle but, and that still happens. For my money, best team man was uh, Benny Jacobs. He he held five to twenty-one possessions, which is Not that's bad. a win. And he almost got his uh, mates Brownlow chances a big boost <laughs> yep. as well. Tried his yep. best. Um, you say held that five to twenty-one possessions. Twenty-one's not bad. Five kicks. Yep. Five Damn. kicks. That's awesome. That's really good. You know, just better than one per quarter. Yep. And look, this has been Jacobs' best season. At the end of last season, he probably was lucky to get a contract. And with Greenwood uh, heading off to. Collingwood, he's uh, stepped up to his number one tagging role and he's had some big scalps. Well, I think even at the start of the year, he was still the whipping boy um, sitting amongst yeah. North. Um, made mistakes, you know, coming on as a sub. So now it looks like they've are given him a role and he's reveled yeah. it. I think he's just one of those guys that doesn't understand the game well enough to read it well. But when he's run with, he doesn't have to. Um, and that doesn't mean he's going to be a tagger for his whole career. Um, yeah. Sometimes... Uh, People start off as taggers and then they, mm. they yeah. learn the game and they move on. Yeah. Uh, because they're usually become... tagging the best in the league. Well, so. yeah. You're learning everywhere. Yeah. It's not a bad masterclass. Yeah, but, um, absolutely. Uh, the other thing too, Harvey gets a contract last week. Uh, a bit unlucky just to get one year, you'd say, based <laughs> on the back of that. I, I thought he was good for four. Um, kicks four goals. Yeah. What the, well. yeah. And um, look, Some important ones too. Swallow had a decent game, don't get me wrong, but in terms of on-field leadership, it's, it's Harvey. Um, he kicks that goal... And he revs up and players are running from all over the field to, you know, get amongst him. He's even revving up the crowd. I can say, he gets the crowd involved yep. as well. I mean, once you're, you're over 400 games and you're, you're slotting in some of those goals and, and the hard running yeah. Yeah. as well. Yep. And I, I do remember um, that Reddit comment. Some, uh, a Freo person who went to the game said, how the fuck does Brent Harvey get his own song when he kicks goal? And I think the response was 400 games, mate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get your own soundtrack in that case. Um <laughs> But as well... I say, Boomer did write that song too. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing was uh, Nahas, you know, a recycled player. And it, it seems like he is uh, pretty much trying to emulate Brent Harvey, which nothing wrong with that. And 
there was one player, I remember, he's running along the wing, he's handballed off to Goldstein, he's in a, you know, a fair canter, and then as soon as Goldstein's got the ball, he's accelerated like buggery because yeah. he wants his fucker back. Yeah. And that's just a Brent Harvey 101. I think Robbie Yunahas is still about 10 kilos off uh, Brent Harvey. Yeah. He, he might have an inch on him. In the arms, at least. I tell you, he's got a couple of inches on him somewhere else, too. I just wonder if they, if they bother piss testing him when uh, Asada come around or whatever. Who, Harvey? No, Nahas. Nahas, why is that? See if he's taking a performance handling drugs. Look at him. <laughs> the wrong fucking ones. <laughs> this was years ago, maybe 15 years ago. Um, Matty Lappin was playing for St. Kilda. Yeah. Um, they won the game, and after the game, they're interviewing him in the. Uh, in the change rooms. Yep. And uh, he's all happy, you know, we've won. And they've gone, he's thin as a rake. Right. And they've gone, I've got to go take a whizzer. They give, me a, they give me a piss test. I'm like, mate, they're not target testing, quite clearly. <laughs> clearly random. <laughs> they offered, it, they should have given him a sandwich. Yeah. That's what they used him as the control. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, was, uh, Frio could afford to lose this. Um, so I don't think they'll lose any sleep over it. Nah. Yeah, this um, is the equivalent of junk time, really. Pretty um, much. Look, Frio, they wouldn't have wanted to have lost it by any no, means. But and they tried to win. They didn't lay down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if you kick seven goals two in the first quarter you, and you're in a canter, you're probably going to walk away with a flag. But um, look, Frio aren't going to be too fast. And it'll be forgotten by everyone but North supporters in two weeks' time anyway. And the fact of the matter is uh, the next time they come to Melbourne um, is most likely to be the grand final. Um, yep. They've already earned, you know, uh, two home finals, and they'll, yeah. you know, if they win the first one, then they don't need to travel again until the big dance. So uh, they're sitting very pretty. Um, any issues that they have, uh, they've got time to sort it out, and I don't think they're that worried at all. No, not especially. The rest of the game is going to be at the G, so they'll be happy. Um, on to Carlton and Melbourne again. Uh, very hard to watch. Not um, too much on for this game, except for the Battle of the Rising Stars. And it yep. was uh, Patrick Cripps at one end, Jesse Hogan at the other. And I think this ends the discussion on who gets the uh, the Rising Star nod. I think Cripps is, has to get it. Absolutely. Fuck Jesse Hogan. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I think Cripps, uh, especially in a squad like that, you probably stand out a little bit more as well. You're going to get more game time, yeah. more time in the middle. And, exactly. But still, you still got to do it. And I mean, your teammates get a sack left, right, and centre. So <laughs> <laughs> can't keep the coach. Can't yeah, keep when you forwards. Yeah. It's uh, like the bachelor. Yeah, well, that Jaddy given a lap of honour at the start as well ah, to his say. retirement, which I think was was good. Um, I didn't actually see the start of the game, so I don't know if anyone rocked up to, to see it. But I think it was a couple. Uh, they would have been there by half time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's good to see Jaddy get a bit of honour. I mean, you know, he, he's been a great. Uh, asset to football um, you know he'll be a fantastic asset to Vizzy for the next 35 years for his <laughs> yeah. contract um, so yeah good luck to him um, yeah, I, I reckon Juddy's going to be in boardrooms not coaches boxes for the rest of his career yeah yeah I think he'll go down as one of the best West Coast players ever um, I think he'll go down as one of the best ever yeah. like, I think he's top 10 yep. um, of all time not just West Coast just top 10 Yeah. Um, when he was up he was um, just uh, amazing a force um, well yeah a lot of those West Coast players are up they were really up <laughs> high as balls was the, uh, the, fly, the phrase used flying high as the song goes um, Matty Cruiser uh, had a good game you know, for somebody that's whole career has been marked by knee injuries and whatnot. Yeah, um, they're still waiting to be honest for him to come on and live that number one draft pick tag but they're, but they're pop committed now oh, yeah they've got no choice they've invested that much in him yep. um, I think half the Carlton um, budget is on knee operations for Cruiser <laughs> yeah. I mean they need a, that return <laughs> Um, but the other big whispers during the week was Tommy Bell wants to go up to Brisbane. Um, really? Up to Brisbane? Up to Brisbane. He's I, a Brisbane boy. 
You think uh, Brisbane are like, someone wants to come, come here? They'll, they'll take anybody. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. You think they're worried whether this is just like a psych? He's going to like, I'm coming. No, I'm not. Oh, fuck yeah. They've got his Uber waiting out the front of Carlton Club rooms right now. <laughs> but how, how low standard shit do you have? You're like, I'm leaving Carlton to go to Brisbane. He's like, fuck, at least have some ambition, son. <laughs> You're leaving Carlton, though. I mean, it's it's not like he's, he's you know, really jumping that far up the ladder. That's what I mean. Or, at least, or down, I should say. At least drop a resume in somewhere else. Like, uh, go over to Geelong for a bit, maybe check out Adelaide, I don't know, but shit. Could even Paul Roos a resume and then the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a very unusual situation, but I don't think he's going to leave. Carlton have been saying he's the next cooter all along. Um, I think it's just, you know, it's this time of year when half the teams have nothing to play for. Yeah. Um, these rumours start to generate a little bit more. I yep. think it's uh, either manager-driven um, to try and drive a price yeah. up, or it's board Boredom. fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah or, probably six to one, half a dozen the other. Or Juno's getting shit-faced. Um, it was also the first time in Jesse Hogan's career that uh, he went goalless, so that's what you get for ignoring us. At, yeah, uh, retroactively. Yeah. <laughs> um, West Coast Eagles then uh, did the job against the Bulldogs. I think it was an uphill ask for Bulldogs to go over there um, in, in the West, as yep. exciting and as fast-running as they've been. Um, I think everything that they do, West Coast do better. Yeah. And, I, I and think, that deeper. I think they they might have to do it again in the finals. Yep. I think it was just a chance to put a notch on the yardstick and really measure where you're at yep. against those top teams. Uh, especially over there. Yeah. Um, yep. But, you know, was it 70 points in the end? Something uh, like that. Um, and West Coast, you know, really started to dine out um, in the, the second half yeah. uh, when they, they got yeah. away. The third quarter especially. Uh, that's, I think, a real, fourth, rather. Uh, a real uh, trait Yep. of uh, the Western Australian teams over there. When they yep. get up, um, they, they really put the, put the boots in. Yeah. Yep. West Coast have been um, uh, given the label of uh, flattering la- uh, ladder position for three quarters of the season, but you, you cannot apply that. There's, they are smashing teams, and they've got probably the class midfield of the, of the whole comp. Well, that's it. Um, we've always said that it's the midfield that'll win you most games. Yeah. Um, and they've got you know, a Brownlow medalist, Gaff, who's had maybe a better year um, than Prittis. Mm. Yep. Um, Shuey's been awesome. She did. Uh, Nat Nui. She, uh, Nat Nui back. I mean, yeah. the emotion mm. that was behind that. Yep. Um, and he got in uh, real early, uh, which would have settled his nerves and um, got him into the game. Yeah. yeah, 48 taps, which would have been a record last season or something. Yeah. So how pissed were Sharon Willingham's parents when they named him? Sharon. 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 He did play for Collingwood. <laughs> well, you know, his mum's name's Sharon and his dad's name's Jared, so it just made sense. <laughs> I've no idea if that's true, by the way. There's a fact now. Um, totally. Murray Newman uh, has come a long way back uh, to, to be the sub and kick a goal in this game. Um, Speaking he, of bad names, Murray. <laughs> Who names the kid Murray these days? Oh, he, uh, would he do a couple of months for assault? Uh, yeah, then when he came back... And he was top, a new man. He wasn't. Uh, <laughs> that, that was the problem. Um, in, in one of the time trials, the coach beat him. Oh, oh Jesus. Right. You know about uh, yeah. uh, worst fault. I remember hearing He beat him in one of the time trials and went, mate, fuck off and don't come back until you're ready. <laughs> Jesus I mean, Christ. In fairness, worst fault is a fit motherfucker, but he should not be fitter than the blokes on the field. Your yeah. pride should make you beat the coach, like, if nothing else. It does remind me there was uh, one player for the... Uh, Charlotte, were they the Bobcats then? Yeah. Um, who uh, was said something, you know, or, or was dragging ass, and Jordan said, "I could still fucking beat you." 
Yeah. So they had a one-on-one game with cameras. Oh, wow. Boy. Oh, really? I'll tell you what, I can't remember that, bo- that bloke's name. Yep. That's the reason. <laughs> and, and Jordan is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Because you know he can trash talk. Yeah, fucking oath. Because <laughs> he's still Michael Jordan. He might be 45. Yeah. Still Michael Jordan. Anyway, he schooled him and then said, yeah, I'm not coming back. Don't be stupid. Yeah, he's not a fan of slackers either. No. Um, he uh, put him to the sword. Anyway, um, but uh, it was great to see the crowd still got behind him. Um, look, you know, he did the crime, did the time. I'm all for redemption. Yeah. Um, he kicked the goal. And everyone got around him. It's good to see, you know, yeah. football's a redeeming thing like that. And look, I think for the, for the first half, I thought Western Bulldogs put on a fairly good account of themselves. I thought Mitch Wallace did enough. I thought he was pretty well. Kamari uh, had some good kicks for goal. Yeah, yeah, Kamari did. Looked like, looked like a genius leaving uh, Essendon now as well. He's very happy. <laughs> like he's filled in well. I think, again, that's been the Western Bulldogs' rise this year. It has been they haven't relied on a star or anything yeah. like that. It's been yep. such an even spread. Yeah. Um, well, Libertori was their, their build-up star and losing him at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, look, it, it has hurt them, but it has developed a lot of their other um, other midfielders. And they've, yeah. pro- they've probably got they've got one definite All-Australian and probably a, a couple of others that uh, could be in the squad of 40 and might sneak in. And that definite is Eastern Wood. That's just, it's locked. Mm. He, yep. He's going to be there. Um, and look, you can make arguments for Mitch Wallace, maybe, um, yeah. Bontempelli. Um, oh, and... Bob Murphy for the mascot. Fuck it, get him in there too. <laughs> everybody, loves, coach. everybody loves Bob Murphy. Um, so we're getting down to either teams that are playing to shape the finals or teams that are playing to make it look like they want a contract next year. Yep. On to round 22, Geelong versus Collingwood MCG Friday night. I think all the games this week are going to be pretty good. Um, <laughs> mainly because the Cats aren't playing for finals, but they're playing to beat Collingwood, which is uh, well, you know something you want to do. They still have an outside chance for finals, Geelong, and they've got to play like they they want to. Yep. Um, but jeez, uh, it's going to be tough for Collingwood to come back. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, especially with the media representation that Bucks has put for the club at the moment, yeah. you don't see him really <laughs> getting up for the last two games. <laughs> it's very sad. It looks like they're playing. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? And so. Scott Pendlebury said it after the game that we're playing for for no reason. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard. Yeah, no, that's fucking bullshit. You're not playing for no reason. You're playing for your club. You're playing for your teammates. If that's not reason enough, like granted, you're not making finals. Fuck that. You you played to pay a uh, paid to play every week. And yeah, I've, you know, I've half asked it, half asked it at work before it. too. Yeah. No, I've wanted, actually put in 100 percent a couple of times. <laughs> once or twice. Yeah, <laughs> once or twice. Okay, well, this sort of thing. You want you want the players who hurt after every loss. It doesn't matter whether the the season's done or not, or whether well, he, you're 10 goals down in the final quarter. Well, Lenny Hayes the, or something like that is he's still yeah, bringing the tears he, out. He did still day. have 30 odd touches yeah. um, last week, so he still had a pretty good game. He was in their best two or three, but you, you can tell that at the back of his mind is that like we're not playing finals this year. Yeah, um, and I think it's been a long time since Collingwood haven't played finals. Yeah, probably five or six years. Probably more. I reckon. Yeah, probably more. Yeah. So how much? Uh, how much are we seeing pressure on Buckley now? Not nah. this year. No, he's fine because they've actually, like, like I said, they um, they've actually made a lot of progress and development. This year. I'd still be happy if I was a Collingwood supporter with with where you're going. However, we've said this before. This is the uh, fourth year Buckley's coached, and the yep. fourth year they've slid down the ladder. Yep. He's done a lot of development, but he can't have five. Yeah, yeah. Round yep. six next year will be interesting. Uh, I reckon that's yep. about the mark they're going to reevaluate. Yeah, they're going. That's when it'll talk. I think will start, and if by the midway of the season, yeah, if they're you know four and eight or something like yeah. that, he's in trouble. GWS and Carlton. Uh, we, geez, it's going to be tough. Um, season's over for both of them. Yeah, but look, Carlton showed that something last week in the first half. Yeah. Well, I think both teams got something to play for. Like Carlton, just for respect. It, um, I think Lions are a lock for the spoon now, aren't they? 
Well, with their last two games, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Um, and GWS, you know, a young side that could have achieved more, except for some, well, a lot of injuries. A lot of injuries. Um, so injuries. I think both teams are going to be pretty damn hungry, which is going to be pretty good to see, I think. Well, Carlton, uh, rumours are that they'll announce uh, Brendan Bolden as their coach in the next 24 hours. Oh, really? Um, so it is, Brucey Bolton, at yeah. least the players will have a little bit of certainty about next year and they can start to think about that. Yeah, I think Giants, I mean, they're going to be better off this game straight up having a decent toss. So. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A, a better toss of the coin, yeah. I think, will help yeah. them. So I'm Giants, yeah. Uh, Hawthorne, Brisbane, down in Tasmania. Yeah, look, um, <laughs> they may as well have held this at Port Arthur. It's going to be a massacre. <laughs> it could very well be. Uh, Did you like that one? <laughs> that was all right. It crept up on me. It was pretty good. I, I dropped the port out the line and you both looked at me blank. And I'm like, I'm it was coming I was thinking, was that funny or just a bit harsh? No, no, no it's pretty no, funny. It's, yeah. it's all right. Yeah. 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 It's been long enough. It's been long um, enough. Match of the round, Bulldogs and North at Etihad Stadium. Yep. It's a match that means something. So right there, we've got it. It means a lot. I, I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. Oh, it's going to be yeah. awesome. Two teams that uh, love a run from the rebound back. Um, you've got some good forward and back matchups. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Tarrant on probably Stringer. Yeah, two teams um, that play well. Eddie had. Yeah, yeah. two teams. Bulldogs the roof will love definitely Eddie. fucking yeah. closed. Um, and two midfields that can really run in packs very well when they're on, and they look fucking terrible when they're not. But uh, look, I, I reckon I'll probably try and scratch up to the game and see how it turns out. Yeah, you're probably trying to get along. Yeah, well, I, I think. Yeah, well, that's just tough. I think maybe the Kangaroos might just get over the line. Um, what about doing double duty? Go to North and Western Bulldogs, and that'll wrap up about 7 yeah. o'clock, and then sneak out of the MCG for Essendon v Richmond. Yeah, it's not a bad idea at all, actually. Well, we'll yeah, I mean, you know, we'll probably be there, so we're doing better than most of the Essendon team, because I reckon they'll turn up. <laughs> it's just true. They'll just sit at home and go, fuck it, I'll watch it on telly. They ain't watching shit. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon a good uh, banner for the Richmond cheer squad would just be I agree, Carlisle. <laughs> Is that way you can swear without swearing? Beautiful. Gold Coast hosting Port Adelaide. I just want to say the banner with suggestion boxes on it. Um, Gold Coast. See, I reckon this would be a good one. I think so too. Because, again, two teams that match up really nicely. Port are on a high. Um, Gold Coast have been on a high. We've got another high joke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried. Um, um, have, we got a, have we got a snare drum effect? No. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, sweet. Get it in. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, will, will Port Adelaide have their 10 win hangover this week, do you think? 10 win hangover? Yeah, well, they're not a premiership hangover, but they won last ten- week and they acted <laughs> like it was a premiership. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think, nah, I think Port will get across the line. Uh, yeah, so do I. I think they're just very, not quite, probably still, yeah, still on a roll from last week. I think hangover will come the week after. I think they're just hungry at the moment yeah. and they want to finish strong. Uh, otherwise, they won't be allowed back across the border. Which you know, if you get stuck in the Gold Coast, there's worse places to be. Yeah, um, I think I might have gone early when I said North Bulldogs is the game of the yeah. round because you only got Adelaide and West Coast Eagles in Adelaide. Um, in Adelaide, it was yeah. over over at um, Western Australia. You'd have to say West Coast are an absolute lock. Yeah, but again, we're in junk time now. West Coast, they're not going to want to get injuries or suspensions it, or anything on. like that. It's not junk time. West Coast need to win yeah. one of the next two games to guarantee a top two spot. Adelaide yep. need to win one of the next two games to guarantee a final spot. This game means everything yep. um, for, for both these teams. Uh, Adelaide have had a couple of easy runs in the last two weeks with Brisbane and Essendon and yep. put an absolute belting on both of them. Yeah, They need to show it against good opposition now. Yep. And this would be a big one for them. Well, the West Coast schooled Western Bulldogs uh, last week. Um, 
I, I think Adelaide might actually have their measure, to be honest. Because I don't think Can West be- Coast are going to go as hard as Adelaide. Because West Coast playing finals, um, they're pretty much a lock for top two. Um, <coughs> I mean, you wouldn't want to miss out on top two position, but no. you wouldn't want to go into a, a final series with injuries to key players more than they already have. Well, and West Coast do host Saints in the final round of the season. Yeah, which, and you'd, you'd be happy to pencil that one in? Yeah. And look, it, it, it's a lock by a long way. Um, St Kilda over not there. give them trouble over there in, in the final round when they're not playing for anything I mean, uh, crazy shit can happen in the final round but it won't happen in that game and yeah. Frio hosting Melbourne I think the only thing about this game is Frio want to show they can put scoreboard pressure on for f- all four quarters yeah because especially the look, when you look at who are competing for the final spots seems like most of them have given out a walloping in the last couple of weeks last mm. few weeks like they really had the ability to put their foot on the throat when they yep. could except for Frio Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, the big thing about Frio is they don't have a lot of guys that can tear you apart on the scoreboard. Their midfield spectacular and their back line as well. But yeah. Ross Lyon teams in general, they build around controlling the pace of the game. Yeah. And you know, they're not going to have a, a, a match where they're going to score 200 points. Yeah. Not generally. But, um, you know, with that Pavlich making the run last week, he'll get a run out this week for sure. And I think he'll have a day out. Um, having said that, I think Melbourne will show a bit. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I reckon they're going to get up and about. Yeah, well, I think they'll have to. I think if Carlton put bloody eight goals on Melbourne or seven goals in the first quarter last week, yep. Frio at home, they should be looking at they should be looking at twenty two, twenty three goals. Yeah, uh, for on, the game on for the game. Yeah, and you know uh, through all the all four quarters. Yeah, um, they can't. Yeah, their ten- tendency this year has been, you know, let's get up by seven goals and then okay. Yep. We're, we're mm-hmm. done. Our work's done. And it seems like they just peter out. It's not, yeah. It seems like they, they'll they play that aggressive style and then try and switch up a little bit, control, and it'll just slowly, the miles come down and down, and all yep. of a sudden, the game's in the balance. Um, and they, they don't often get over 100 points either. No. Yeah. I think they've done it two or three times mm. this year. Um, so, And that, that's always been the criticism of Frio, that they don't score enough to win a premiership. Um, they're still my pick for the flag. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a good chance to start to... Look at how we can find more avenues to goal. You know, and yeah. Melbourne will give you chances. Yep. Um, yeah, exactly. It, it's a good chance for them to take it. I reckon uh, Walters might have a day out and kick half a dozen. Yep. Yeah, he's a fucking good player, that lad. Um, so that'll do us for round 21. That's uh, all done. We've got two games to go. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the finals. Um, so, yeah, here's hoping we can have a month free of Essendon and Goods. Here's hoping we've got all three of our teams in the finals. <laughs> yeah, it could <laughs> actually happen. We're excited, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right. All right. See you next Tuesday. All right. Peace. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.